0: The many things podcast.
1: Uh, the data. Okay. So basically, with the, I got an email today, since it's the start of the year, January 2023, and it was from Google. It says, You're receiving this email because you turned on location history, a setting that saves where you are on your private timeline. Now, it has told me uh, which countries I've been to, which cities, told me how much I've driven in the year. So I've driven 5,000 miles, which and for 278 hours. So I worked it out. I've been, I've been in my car driving for 11 days last year. Um, it told me how much I walked, 212 miles in the year, which I don't know if that's high or not, 212 miles in a year. It's less than a mile it's a day. Quite, it's not loads, is it?
0: Well, yeah, it's not that much. It's more than a lot of people. It's probably more than most people
1: you think?
2: I th- yeah, I think most... Well, most people...
1: I thought people in cities walk... If away. you work
0: in an office, if you work in an office, it's probably more uh, less than that. But most people now don't, don't really like walking or avoid walking if they can.
1: Yeah, we do. Also,
2: because try-
0: people work from home now, they don't even walk to the station to get to work. So... A lot of people walk even less than they used to.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, but basically this thing that wasn't the weirdest thing, but it's told me every city and town I went to last year. But I was on my laptop going into it more earlier. And you can type in any day of the year, and I was doing it earlier, any day of the year, and it will bring up and show you um where you were and how far you traveled and what form of transport that day.
2: Mm. I th-
1: do you think that's a bit scary I
2: well I don't see what the point
0: I, I don't really see what the point in it is for like for consumers unless you're just interested in that thing but maybe for Google Google will probably use it for advertising and so maybe if loads of a certain type of person goes to a specific location they'll use that data to know um like they'll learn the habits of certain people and then they'll target mm-hmm. their advertising that's what they usually do on on things like facebook yeah so they, they they use like like when people think oh their phone's listening it's normally not That it's normally just that if you visit let's say you let's say you visit someone frequently and that person has a cat so they keep searching for cat stuff eventually if you connect to their wi-fi it will start suggesting you similar things because it assumes that you're a similar person that's how like a lot of these work but yeah i don't think it's good to have you can have this on iphone as well where it sets reminders like based on location so if you've left your house if you can get a reminder or when you get back to your house but i don't think that's i don't think having these locations on are that
1: useful no it's really or necessary yeah it's like with the uh the data privacy they just ask for it and most of us like me like i was not aware it was tracking me to this level last year had i known Mm. okay, okay let me give you an example pick any date and any day last year and i could tell you exactly where i was
2: August the 7th. Okay.
1: August the 7th. I was... Oh, this is weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was in Bath. I walked for 2.1 miles that day. At 10.20 in the morning, I went for a three-hour walk for three hours 16 minutes uh, I went to Tesco. it's telling me I went to Tesco Express at 3 30 uh, 1 30 sorry p.m and then I walked home again and I got home at six minutes to two so this so, so my phone and Google knew where I was basically every minute of the day when I moved that day mm-hmm. it knew exactly where I was at what time does it surely does it yeah. need internet
0: do you, were you connected to the internet this
1: whole time? Or can it? Track I don't know. Things without... probably. If, if I was living in Bath at the time, probably. But mate, if you could see this, it's, you know, when you plan a route and it's got the blue line, what streets you went down on Google. Mm. It's, it's showing me that. It's showing me my entire, wait, let's try another day. It's showing me my entire de- uh, movement that day, which is weird. Yep, it's telling me on September the fourteenth I went to Bristol and back. Uh, It told me what times it knew I drove. That is weird, isn't it? That is weird. And the whole year. I I don't know
2: what the use. No idea
1: it was doing this.
0: I wonder what uses they have for it, aside from advertising, maybe, or just learning. Yeah, it's learning
1: about us. So these days they do uh, like pres- prescriptive analytics, I think it's called, when they analyze the data and try and predict your next purchasing decisions and stuff and then mm-hmm. send that advertisers. And it's, it's very powerful. And they get it for free a lot of the time because people like mm-hmm. me just click when little things pop up asking. As I just click through, I never read it properly. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think if you read the terms and conditions, there'd be some
2: odd things in there that he didn't actually agree to if he knew
1: what was in there. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's all law, it's all lawyer talk. It's lawyers, mm. you know, it's it's some of the best lawyers in the world. These companies are paying huge amounts of money for to produce these terms and conditioning uh, service terms and services contracts. It's like, have you ever tried reading legislation? It's so, so difficult to understand. Yeah, it's
2: it's
0: yeah, it's convoluted and I mean, it's too technical.
2: But they yeah. also know most people won't read it.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um and it's it's yeah, it's bizarre. It is bizarre. The legal industry, they're always arguing over the definition of words, these obscure words that are never really used in everyday language. And then these lawyers mm-hmm. were paid like hundreds of thousands of pounds to try fight it for some for some big corporation in court. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's perfectly legal. I'm just thinking, my future jobs and stuff, if they ever hear this, but you know what I mean.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: I don't... I wonder how many people in these companies actually use or agree with these services that they offer. Like, how many people like working at Google would actually endorse... Like if they weren't being paid, how many of
1: them would endorse these things? It's it's a good question with the old uh, ethics and that. Mm. Uh, Before we move on, it's time for an ad break. Today's episode is brought to you by UX Torches, providers of high efficiency LED military grade aluminium body torches, They're waterproof and long-range. Also perfect for outdoor activities such as hiking and camping. Or, if like me, you only need it to take your bins out at night time. Order today at uxtorches.com. The letter U, the letter X, torches.com. I I wanted to talk to you about... Basically, we were watching the Gordon Ramsay, and I don't know, he's with the three guys, the chef one, and they were on ITV, Mm. the show, and they were a a Scottish estate. It was a big, like, castle mansion type thing, and it was an earl that owned it. Mm. Right. And um, do you know, we were reading up about these earls, and they are descendants of the royal family so but it goes like there's a there's a hierarchy of royals yeah uh, it's
2: uh,
1: wait, apparently but, they third. huh i i, apparently I did apparently yeah i was gonna cut because i was loading this thing up remember the thing to cut if you ever need to search something <laughs> oh yeah sorry well i'm I,
0: reading now apparently they're the third rank of peerage Hmm. Above viscount and baron, but below duke and marquess.
1: About the earls, it's um, basically I'm not sure what times exactly, but maybe you could search what times that this was this law was in place. The kings and queens and the royals used to be the tax revenue collectors, so the earls mm. used to take I think it was a thirty percent tax off all the people or something and then they use that money to build huge castles that their great, 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 great grandchildren now live in. So- yeah, and a lot
0: of them can't afford to maintain these. So that's why a lot of like these homes, you can visit them because the families are like, they have a lot of assets but they don't have that much cash to actually maintain the yeah. property. So they end up opening property-
1: like sections to them. Like that have huge upkeepings their overhead running costs will go into tens and tens maybe like 50,000 a year or 100,000 yeah year.
0: they're expensive and they're old so a lot of them need to be like refurbished
1: it eats away at you but it's kind of crazy so if you do ever encounter any earls to the uh, four people listening to the podcast remember that ask them for your great 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 granddad's tax money back because their ancestors would have taken it to build their castles Mm. what do you think of the uh the revelations with the prince harry and the book because what is it in spain in spain it's being released slightly early so everyone's obviously translated it and the details have come out
2: i didn't know that it was That they were releasing earlier there. Yeah. What do you think about it? The the um well problem with all these
0: this these level of people is you only know what you hear about them unless you're there like when these things happen you only the only stuff you know about them is like accounts that are given by people and stuff written in the media so like you can't really draw an accurate opinion of like what's going on a lot of people will draw Um, an opinion and and say like yeah or act like they know about it with me I don't actually support the royals in general,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, and I think
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes. I think all sides are milking like their chances with the media. So yeah, I, I, they're I... gonna. They're gonna. It's natural for. It kind of makes sense for him to be releasing this book because the British media are mostly against them, whereas um. In America, there isn't really a, like a tabloid media like we have here. So
1: I, I thought there is. What do you mean by tabloid, like traditional paper? Well, it,
0: well, it's not like here how you have basically the media isn't a aga- gate, the media isn't writing against them
2: as much. Like oh. they have, well, I mean, um, it. The media
0: in Britain is sort of writing against them, mostly, and they don't really have
2: any... They don't really have any big papers or any kind of outlets
0: to say like, their... Aside from... Well, apart from that documentary, they just did. But, I mean, they don't have... Like, with them, they're using, like, the Netflix and this book whereas here media
1: that's true the netflix is their it's their media arm but thing is though if they just had their own twitter accounts so well i'm pretty sure they have their own instagram account they could just post directly if they really felt like the uh, the media they hate they weren't liking what they're saying to such an extent they could just post directly but back to what you were saying with um you know we only see what sort of gets presented to us in terms of their images and people like a, like a lot of people don't realize that these kind of people have some of the best like PR public, well, apparently some of the best PR public relation people in the world to try and advise them on how what to drop to the public, how to present themselves to the public. Like some rich, famous people spend a lot of money on that kind of stuff. Mm. But I I, I think the, the, the problem with that though is that even though they spend a lot of time with you, your PR manager if you just manage it yourself, like, no one knows yourself as well as you know you, except maybe your partner, but probably not your PR manager. But do you know what I mean? But but having said that, I've never been in, uh, uh like I'm not super famous or anything. So I, I, I don't know how easy that is to do. I can't imagine it's that easy. But do you know what I mean?
2: No, I think also until that, like, with, um, William and Kate they were quite,
0: they're usually quite silent about matters and they stay out of the media whereas now, um, well that's the family generally, they're meant to like be above politics and stuff and they're not meant to be loud about their internal affairs even though like they have lots of scandals in that family. But. Um, uh now that all this ever since i think whilst the queen was alive they were more bothered about like she held them together a bit more but now i think people like in the family are less bothered about keeping up appearances and they have to also if someone accuses you of something you have right of response
2: so it you if eventually i think um uh the royal household was gonna
0: respond to this stuff even though they try not to
1: but yeah i heard i heard that they were waiting to see what the uh the us tv interviews what was said or this is what some i think it was a sky journalist was saying that they're gonna try and wait until Harry's done all his interviews in the US, done all his interviews related to the book and then make a comment afterwards because within the next week, he's doing a lot of interviews. So it wouldn't make sense for the Royals to comment now before he's about to speak a little more. But yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest. I am in like, I like the Royal family. That's just my stance on them. I'm not anti the Royals. I think, you know, the past is the past and they haven't had a good past, like their ancestors haven't. But to to keep judging people on their ancestors' decisions, I don't think is that fair. Um, yeah but what what are you are you pro anti in the middle
2: I don't really I don't support um,
0: having a monarchy but I also don't think we should harass them just because they are in the monarchy and also no one um, no one chooses where they're born but but I think the obsession with the royal family is a bit strange in this country. I don't understand. No, I don't understand people, either. Like, I don't understand why people like them so much. I think people just like to cling on to emblems of, like, nationhood. Well, here's the, so hmm. so when you attack the royal family, people are sent, like, the way it's received is an attack on Britishness, even though it isn't.
1: Yeah, well, they are deeply woven into uh, the perception from overseas, other countries' perception of the UK, a lot of that, you know, the royal family, the tradition, crickets, scums, etc. cetera, um, yeah. And
0: the Queen, most people, when you talk about the royal family, they only mention the Queen, but yeah. the others, no one really cares okay. about the other members that much. So no. I feel like now the Queen has died. People like even royalists are admitting it's not as the family isn't as important.
1: Well, the Queen, in terms of if you want to break it down into like how a bit, she she was a brand and an image, and so was the royal family. But
0: yeah, I think she was the most arguable, photographed person.
1: Yeah, it, it was, oh, really? It was arguable that she was bigger a bigger brand than the royal family everyone knew the queen of england the queen like but you didn't hear anything about the royal family apart from the queen you're right and what she yeah it, most, most people person, don't. You say
0: and she was there a long time or the longest time and she's the longest reigning and i don't think any i don't think you will ever get a longer reigning monarch because oh, it's unlikely like not in, definitely not in our lifetime, but even like in the next few, like generations of roles, you won't get anyone as long reigning.
1: No, 100%. Her reign was extremely long. Uh, I'm just, Goog- I'm trying to Google now the list of US presidents whilst she was the queen. And there were, th- there were 13 US presidents, whilst the Queen was the Queen of England, there was Harry Truman, Eisenhower, JFK,
2: 19.
1: yeah, JFK, mm. Nixon, Gerald Ford. Never, <laughs> I heard of all of them, I never heard of Gerald Ford, he didn't do a lot in of office. Uh, Ronald Reagan, heard of him, George Bush, heard of him, George Bush again, uh, Obama, heard of him, who's uh. Donald Trump? Y'all heard of him? Mm. <laughs> Is that <a> terrible joke? <laughs> oh,
2: she met... I remember when, like... He visited here, actually, when he was president. Yeah, I don't think people... I think people
0: overestimate the relevance of the royal family now especially now but well, if they were gone you wouldn't notice no not now like, how often do you actually see the royal this is what i always say to royalists how often do you actually see the queen or did you see the queen people well, always say oh i love the queen but realistically how her. often did you see her yeah in person oh, in or place. in the media never, never. maybe five times in your lifetime that's so true but yeah okay maybe not five and if if you watch the christmas message you'd see her every year but if like if you genuinely like in person like like like, going around in in parades and stuff you don't didn't see her that often
1: no it, 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 it's uh it's true you didn't see her that often although you get to see
0: the young royals quite often when they're doing like charity stuff not me personally but you could if you wanted to you could see them if you and they do meet they do meet people a lot but i yeah you know, i don't think there's a need or place for like monarchy in this day and age and they, and they get their power via the divine right, like, originally, which is a bit silly now.
1: Explain the divine right. Um, it basically
0: they, means uh, that they're God's, repre- yeah. they're God's representatives on Earth, and they derive their, legi- like their legitimacy from that.
1: That's what I was going to tell you. I watched this uh, documentary about them, and back in the olden days... Uh, the, the royals, the leaders of countries uh, were presented in a higher, like an almost immortal status, a higher than human status with some devout uh, connections to Christianity, if it were, in those Christian countries. Yeah, so-
0: here, it basically, it, it means they derived their authority from God and could therefore not be held accountable for their actions by any earthly authority such as parliament basically they could bypass like laws and they were basically they were above the law and um a monarch isn't actually allowed into like the house of commons
1: oh really they're not allowed in yeah you're not allowed
0: but i forgot which king it was but there's a but basically when they open parliament they do this thing where they slam they slam the door in this guy's face, and he has to knock. But it's not the monarch; it's like their representative.
1: Are you telling me? Are you telling me the 1992 Eton schoolboys tour to Parliament? Uh, Prince William had to wait outside.
2: <laughs> well, let me. I, yeah, you're not allowed. They're not allowed into
0: the House of. They're allowed into the House of Lords.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's, I wanted to talk to you a bit, whilst you're finding that, about uh, politics. And I was listening to, do you know who Rory Stewart is, that Conservative MP? Yeah. Yeah, he does a podcast with Alistair Campbell, who used to be the advisor. It spin. Brown? Is that right? Yeah, he was a spin doctor. A spin doctor, Basically. exactly. And they do a podcast. And it's really interesting. It's all about, it's majority, the majority of it's about politics. And uh, Alistair Campbell, he was explaining how uh, Gordon Brown, when he was the Prime Minister, he meets with the Queen like once a week, every single week. So if you're meeting with somebody once a week, every week, having like an hour lunch or whatever, for four years, like you're probably going to get quite close to that person. and Yeah, I don't know, it just, it just reminded me of the power that the uh, that the royals have, that they'd still have to meet with the Queen once a week. And that's, she's been meeting with the leader once a week, every week for years.
0: Because these weekly meetings with the monarch happen behind closed doors, we as a public can never fully know what goes on. And it's reasonable to assume that they do express um, lots of different opinions and influence what um, the politicians do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have these meetings. But um, the monarch is expected not to state their opinion publicly. But during the um, Scottish independence referendum, the Queen made a rare public comment And she said um, she hopes that voters will think very carefully about the future. And this was right before the Scots were going to cast their vote. So there are occasions where they do um, state their opinion on matters, but it's very subtle.
1: Yeah, I I think it's fascinating. I'd love to be a, a fly on the wall during some of those meetings. With uh, you know Rishi Sunak and Walter well, King now, but when when they used to be the Queen and she must have been so knowledgeable, having seen so many different prime ministers, and she probably sometimes thinking, oh great, <laughs> see where this guy's going. This guy's gonna mess up, just like Wilson did or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's fascinating. All right, bro, shall we uh, wrap this up? You just read uh, out the quote. Yeah, I thought I. Uh,